Hey yo, Johnny Dumas here, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, and welcome to Team Engineer. If you're looking to lead a team of engineers or engineer your team for greatness, tune in now with your podcast hosts, Jade Green and Kyle Probert, and be prepared to ignite. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Team Engineered. We are remote again because it is very, very hard to get together, but I am Kyle, and above me, beside me, next to me, or below me, wherever she happens to turn up, is the wonderful Jay Green. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kyle. Yeah, we're back in our respective homes today. Back in our corners. No, I'm, I'm going to try and not die from a coughing fit because I have just recovered from COVID over the last two weeks. So I will try not to. You may see me disappear from screen or whatever as I go into a coughing fit, but I will come back, I promise. And hopefully we can mute out all the terrible sounds of that. <laughs> now, today I'd like to play a game, Jade. Okay. It's a really, really simple game. You I don't have my beer. I don't have my beer either. I'm actually being good this week. Oh I, I can't actually even say that. I've got my glass of water, but I'd like to play a game. It's a really, really simple game. Now, I did actually get the idea from this of this from Joe Rogan. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this, but it leads into a really great conversation. So the game's really, really simple. It's your turn. Okay. Go. This is cheating, though, because I know how to play the game. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, what I was demonstrating there is that a game without any sort of rules is really, really crappy. (laughs) And so I thought it might lead us into a conversation about freedom without constraints is actually not freedom at all. Mm. Which I challenge you when when you're like, press go, press go. I was like, (laughs) but in my brain, it's... Freedom equals discipline or discipline equals freedom. So I don't believe that you can have true freedom without having discipline. And so it's it's probably a slight spin on that, but that's where my brain jumps to. And, And that's what I thought we should talk about is so the constraints around everything that we do are, you know, it can be rules, it can be discipline, it can be habits, it can be behaviours, but all of those things are constraints that we put around ourselves and our work and our workplaces and our teams that actually give us the freedom to do the things that we want to. Yeah, 100%. So I think just before this, I was talking to you about a one-on-one that I had one of our team members and the whole idea of returning Returning to normal, if there's such a thing. <laughs> what is this normal? Uh, what is this normal? <laughs> but, but the, you know, we've had everyone working remote or run, sort of blended and coming back to the workforce now that restrictions have lifted and his fear was that the, the, the rug's going to be pulled out from underneath him in terms of being able to do the work from home stuff because it's quite a big distance to travel to the office for him. Uh, petrol at the moment is $2.40 a litre, so that's expensive on the company car too. But Plus also your firstborn child. Yes. <laughs> just, you just, just like, some people yes. are sort of like, here, take it. No. <laughs> like, this is a good trade for me. <laughs> Gallon of gas, rooming child. <laughs> but also the, like, this particular teammate, Brocky, he's got an epic man shed that he that he. <laughs> from like it's it's a cool environment to sit in and, and get your flow on right and there's this concern that now that we're back to normal does that all go away 
I was like, well, look, we've got some, we've got other people in the office that have come from a really old school mentality. They don't work great from home. It's not their jam. They don't have the environment set up. And so they don't quite like for them, it's like the worst thing in the world because they'd be distracted. They wouldn't actually be able to do their work. Their, their partners might be at them or whatever. And for them, it's the polar opposite. So there's like this brain fry of why would you want to do that? Or if you do that, you won't get productive. And we had this and conversation around. Yes. For some people, they like to really, really separate their work and, and home worlds. Mm. Um, and, you know, like that's as much as I don't want to say it's a generational thing, it really is a generational thing where, you know, you you sort of, you go out the door in the morning and you go to work and then you come home and you come home from work and you do the home thing. Whereas, you know, with, with our with our modern lives and particularly with technology supporting a lot of this stuff, it's really, really easy to have a, bl- a much more blended approach to our, our work-life balance. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> I, just, who, I th- I'm sure it was Gary V said, it's not a work-life balance, it's life. Yeah, it's just life, people. It's just life. <laughs> um, and I, I believe in harmony. Yeah, it, it really is I don't, generational. I think it also has a bit to do with personality and behaviour types. It's got a lot to do with the way your home dynamic is set up. There's so many elements that come along with that. But the the idea that we were talking about there is about the well, how do we still give you the freedom when, say, another business owner or leader might have a fear that they can't work so well from home so you wouldn't be able to, so they want to be able to see you and, and that kind of a generational thing, right? So, if and you know. Anyone you in the business. In work. In the business, you know, like I, I know when I used to work as a service engineer on the road all the time and, you know, the, the story was if we're in the workshop, we were bludgeoned because our job was to be out on site. And if we weren't in the workshop, then we must have been at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to live into it. I used to just share that story anyway. You know, what are you doing here? I'm bludgeoned. Where were you yesterday? I was at the beach. <laughs> now, if I think a little, yeah, <laughs> if I think a little bit past that, that probably wasn't the wisest thing to do for certainly the senior leadership that might have been hearing me do that because all I was doing was being a smart ass, but all they saw was someone that was bludging, um, yeah. even though I was probably working as hard as anyone else in the whole business, um, yeah, like the the luxury of having a day at home instead of four hours away, holy dooly, heaven forbid. Um, but the perception that I gave, that I lived into, was the perception that they all believed. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to be careful of those perceptions. But the thing that would give, well, kindness is clarity, the, the, one of the things that would take away that, story that people are telling themselves about that, right? Or that that story that, are, okay, well, if you're not here, you must be doing that, is to really go, okay, well, how can we put some constraints on things so that we can have the freedoms? And so the conversation that we were having is like, okay, well, how can we satisfy the needs of some of the people in the business while still giving the freedom here and making everyone happy? And it's about really easy. We just record it in the calendar and we just log the hours. And we just are transparent with what we're doing and our expectations. So the restraint becomes we we need to be clear, but we also need to do what we say we're going to do. So I was saying, it's really cool. I don't give a fuck when you do the hours as long as you get them done. Like do them at four o'clock on, in the morning or do them on Saturday. Unless someone, unless you've clearly communicated to someone that you're going to do something at that point in time, 
then that's where it becomes a problem. So the problems become the constraint comes off. If we don't live within the constraints because we've communicated something, the wheels fall off the wagon. So it's kind of how do you, the reason why I bring it up for this one is like when we we look at people going, well, I don't want to have to report. You don't believe me. You don't trust me. (laughs) Well, sometimes, yeah. And it's not necessarily you. It's not about you, Mr. Bain. Uh, it's it's just that <laughs> it is a generational thing. It is a way that people had been brought up. It is also based on what their experience of life has been in terms of they can't work in that sort of environment as productive as they can at work. So we have to go, okay, what's a way that we can blend and have this hybrid that that satisfies all parties? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, so Ray Dalio talks about radical transparency and um, I think, is it Brene talks about it as radical candor or is that Stephen Kotler? There's a whole book on that one. There's radical. a whole book on that one. So, yeah, yeah the, just being fully transparent. And and I think, you know, as much as as a, as a leader, as a team leader, you can lead into the the story that you think's going on and and that's really easy to, to get trapped into. You, um, you're busy yourself. There's lots of things going on. All of a sudden you realise, hang on, I haven't seen anything out of Bob. What the, what's, hang on. And then all of a sudden it, it falls apart. So, you know, as, as a team leader, you know, it's very easy to slip into that. But I think as a team member, I think our team members need to remember that, um, you know, what what's seen is the perception that everyone under that everyone sees. So, you know, without feeling like people are looking over your shoulder, be open, like celebrate that you've done things. Celebrate, you know, I, I was saying to my team in the middle of COVID, fucking tell me if you're going for a run at lunchtime. Let me cheer yeah. you on. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't want you to do that. Yeah, because I I don't actually see that as a problem. I don't see that. I actually see that as a benefit because if you if you take off for an hour at lunchtime and go for a run, go for a swim or a surf or whatever, you know, when you come back, you're going to be f- so much more refreshed to get the yeah. second half of your day done. So, you know, be transparent about all of those things rather than, you know, I'm oh, I'm not here. Why aren't you here? Yeah. <laughs> It becomes then it's it's more that the distrust comes when you try to hide. It seems like you tried to hide something. Then it feels mm. like you feel guilty about it. So therefore, maybe it wasn't right rather than just owning it. So actually, this links me back to um, one of the modules I was doing in high flow leadership around buy in. Um, and how do we get the team to buy into this stuff? How do we get people to buy in? So we have the, sometimes people think, oh, you only want me to record things or type, like use a thing like uh, Toggle or Harvest to to timestamp stuff because you don't trust me and it comes to this level of distrust, vice versa. Then you've got other people that are so used to having that level of transparency that if you're not doing that now, I have distrust because why are you trying to hide it? Like if you've got nothing to hide, just do the fucking thing. But it's it's also it's just coming from the two different mindsets. And so this is where I think when we're creating these now blended workspaces, we need to have buy-in of all parties to agree on what the constraints are going to be so that we can all have the freedom. For those people that like to know what's going on because they're detail orientated and they maybe they're a little bit controlling, like they get psychological safety from knowing what's happening with the process and seeing somebody and being able to just ask the question gives them that that comfort level, right? So how do we give them freedom from not having to tell themselves stories and safety that stuff's happening? but also give the people the freedom that want some of the flexible working arrangements that still satisfies all the needs. So this is where I think that we really need to sit down and 
have buy-in and create the system that's going to serve the team that that ma- that allows both parties to get the win-win, yep. right? Because when we do it like that, it's not to satisfy one person or to pander to that person or because big brother's watching or any of that bullshit or it's a process for the sake of a process. It's like, okay, cool. Well, what do you need? I just need to know that I can, like, when they're going to be online so I can ask them a question because in my mind, and this is a situation we've had, right, in one of our team members' mind, if you're not at the office and you're not on the client site, like you're at home, that's your that's your home time and I don't want to disrupt it because I don't want to be rude and intrude on your time. So I will hold back my question, which then might annoy me because I really wanted to get the answer, right, where somebody else is like, oh, dude, just send me a message. If I, answer, if I, if I get it, I'll answer it. If I, if I don't, I'm offline. But do you know what I mean? Allowing the team to have that conversation is like, okay, cool, what do you need? I just need to know that during which hours I can ask questions and I'm not going to be rude or get updates or that a project's going to be done or I can flick this over. The other person's like, I just need some space because I can get in the zone because I get shiny thing. And if I hear someone talking about someone, I'm like, oh, I'm in that little bubble. And so actually I get more shit done when I'm all by myself. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that I was sort of saying to my team through COVID particularly was something else that as a leader I was thinking about was, are you okay? Like, did you fall down the stairs at home? Did you like, did you fall off the chair and bump your head? Like just and as silly as all of that sounds, well, and, and it, like it's, I know it sounds totally crazy, but as a leader, you're so used to keeping an eye on everyone, you know, like if they're, if they're out on site, the, you know, did they get there on time? Did they get there safely? Um, you know, did they, did everything go to plan, all that sort of stuff. And so even while we're working from home, I know one of the things that played on my mind was, are you okay through the day? <laughs> like, yeah, as, as much as I want to know that you're getting stuff done and and all of those sorts of things, like, are you okay? Uh, did, did you fall off? Yeah. Are, are you still breathing today? Uh, like, um, and, and I know that sounds totally crazy, but I know that it played on my mind with my team just knowing that, okay, yep, so you, you went out for a run. Did you actually come back? Make it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like, I, I know I've, I've had a team member go missing for a couple of hours because they had problems with a car once and, you know, we had no idea what was going on. And and I know the feeling that you get from that. So, yeah, that sort of, um, I guess, that worry plays on your mind as a leader about, fuck, is everyone okay today? <laughs> well, even if I think about it, when I – Sometimes when I go for a surf, like if I'm be chatting to um, family or to Steve or something, I will be like, okay, I'm going for a surf. I'll message as soon as I get back out saying I'm out, I'm out safe. Yep. Especially like if it's been a bit of a sketchy day or a big day or it's late in the day, just so that they know that I've made it back to dry land. Yep. Right. Yep. And that's, again, that comes to psychological safety. Um, where else do where else do the constraints come into play? Like we talked a little bit about habits, behaviors, routines. Um, and I talk about like the discipline equals freedom. Where else does this play out besides in just in the the way we set our teams up for success? Well, I, th- I think the next the next part is making sure that um, what's expected is clear. So you know if if we're expecting if we're expecting something finished on time, that what that time is. Um, if we're expecting updates, that we yeah you know, laying all of those expectations in a very clear way, so that. I understand what I'm expecting and you understand what I need, but being really, really clear on it and also being really clear on 
what the performance levels are meant to be, not just, yeah, just go and, yeah, just go and paint that wall. No, all of the wall. <laughs> and not part of the roof. Not part of the roof. Not, not just a square. <laughs> not the Not the, not the light just, switch. <laughs> of course, that's a silly ex- example to offer, but, you know, just go and paint that wall. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, how, how do I know, as, as the person doing the job, how do I know that that's, that's done to the standard that was expected of me? Or if I like to overachieve, how do I know that I've gone above and beyond and I can pat myself on the back and know that I've done that? Mm. Yeah, so... The, the clarity is kindness thing and podcast listeners would have heard us say that before and it comes from Brene Brown, but definitely that expectation piece. So I think we've had expectations for you like, oh, yeah, I needed that done by Friday, but we might have due dated it in ClickUp as Friday, but they didn't know it needed it needed to be done by Friday. Not, oh, I can get it to you by Monday, like, because I think this was one of the same things. Oh, you need it by Friday. Well, you're gone. Friday really means Monday. <laughs> yeah, Friday, Monday. But because there's not a, a direct like, oh, shit, I need it because I want to work on it on the weekend. Yep. So having that clarity because then the expectation, there's an unmet expectation and therefore displaced annoyance because we haven't been clear mm-hmm. and given them the, the opportunity to get things done. Otherwise, if we go, yeah, actually, I'm going to work on it on Monday, so I just need it done by Monday, the freedom is there to that person to, if they want to work on the weekend off their own bat, fine, do it. That works for They're you. crazy. <laughs> But I also think about, especially with the due date stuff, like and and that flexibility of get it done when it works for you and building your flow time. Like it does, unless it needs to be done in this chunk of time because somebody else is going to be on online. If you can give someone the space and go, okay, I need this project or this task done by five days time, and give them the space, and there is that trust element that they'll do whatever hours they're meant to do, and the task gets done. This comes into the that for me the methodology of let your people go surfing, right? Yep. So, you know, if the surf's up and it's pumping, someone sitting here smashing out a task because they have to get it done, or like me, if I'm they're smashing out a podcast, smashing out a podcast, I'm sitting here. Smashing out <laughs> a, I can see over my shoulder the deep bars, really, really, really fun. Or my trainee was sitting there the other day going, <gasps> I'm like, you yeah. Can go <laughs> you can go um, but do you know what I mean that that's chewing up brain space? Whereas sometimes it's better to go. Actually, if I just went for an hour and did yep. the thing, yep. I'm going to get the ship done way better, way faster. Like it's going to be. We've talked about this with our flow triggers, right? But you can't have that without the clarity and the risk constraint of this is the deadline, this is the due date, this is why I need it um, to be able to allow that freedom. Yeah, yeah. And some people need a due date, don't they, Jade? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Give me a so, due date and I will do it 30 minutes before it's due. <laughs> and look, it's, it's two months. <laughs> we, we talk about getting into flow and that's um, it's really, really hard to explain and pro- probably coach our team into what what it means to be in flow and and why all of those things matter and that's that's something to be very very mindful of is that you know to say to a team member just just you know do things when you're in flow doesn't really trigger for them they just they, they won't necessarily understand it so what we need to do is we need to build the constraints 
so that they can get into flow. And if they understand that, okay, I've got this time frame and I've got this space and all of that sort of stuff, hopefully they can work out what it is that that works. You know, most, most people will understand I'm either the morning person or a night person. Yeah. Most people understand that one. And that that's one of the flow triggers is, you know, am I morning person, night person? When can I do those, that sort of work? So building the constraints to allow people to find those things um, is often better than just saying, just do it when you're in flow, you'll be fine. <laughs> if you do need to figure that stuff out, we have a couple of podcasts on it that we can get you into. Um, but this is, but you said something great, like as the leader, as the coach, helping people to realize that stuff too, right? Identifying when you find them in their peak performance zone, helping them to constrain like and stack like tasks together. Like, you know, sales reps or on-the-road service reps know how to journey plan. They understand like figuring out <laughs> trigger. Uh, they understand the how how to map. If I go this way and I leave it this time, I've got time to stop and have a surf there. Yeah, for exactly thirty-three minutes before I head down. <laughs> yeah, brush the sand off before walking back in the workshop. But. Other people don't necessarily understand that. And if people are, depending on where they're traveling, just the like just the exercise of say being in Sydney traffic or something like that, that can really heighten the senses and the the anxiety and things like that. And then trying to jump into say doing a it's project. not anxiety, it's excitement. It's excitement, right? <laughs> but, but that, do you know what I mean? Like understanding and helping people understand that that may not be the thing that gets the best out of them. For me, if you want the best out of me, make me drive for an hour because all my ideas come online. I download everything. I'm like pumped by the time I get there. I'm probably going to sit in the car for another 20 minutes brain dumping shit, but that's a great time to then hit me. Something happens to me and I'm on fire, but a lot of other people it sends them the other direction that kind of shuts them down because they've used all of their faculty to not flip everyone off that cuts them off in traffic <laughs> because they haven't listened to uh, Michael Singer. <laughs> but it's, do you know what I mean? So this is where we can coach people to help them to figure out how to do those constraints and to, it can be tough to, to block calendars. This is, this is for me, the number one thing that comes up with, um, there is no freedom without constraints or discipline equals freedom. Like how hard is it? I do this every week with you guys on a Monday. <laughs> Who did their ideal week planner? Nobody. Okay, everybody, we're going to do it right. <laughs> Who's been thinking about it? Yeah, but it, it is a tough thing. Like it, it, it does take a bit of brain space and you kind of don't want to, this calendar's not the fucking boss of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Right? Not the boss of me. Um, but. The the process of giving yourself the constraints and locking down your calendar, thinking, really thinking about when you're going to make time to do stuff in the order that makes sense, planning your journeys if you've got journeys, thinking about where you put in your recovery time, right? And for me, having the forced recovery time is super, super important, um, but it's something that's hard for people to do because, A, they're kind of like, fuck you, I don't want to be the bo- my calendar to rule me. But it's also a hard process to to think about. But 100%, the thing that gives me the most freedom is when I have my calendar under control and I don't have to think. I just look like I think you said to me before, what are you rolling into? Do you need do you need space? I'm like, oh, fuck, hang on. 
no, I'm good. I can <laughs> roll straight into that one. I don't need, don't, don't need them. <laughs> now, what you do one. forget to um, do is add the buffer space. Wait. Let me wait. <laughs> I'm going to show you something. You're going to be so proud. And this will give, actually, I'll, this, I'll do this on the camera because it will give people an indication of how one of these calendars looks like. I'm just going to make sure that I don't share the wrong screen. But I have actually started to do that. Those of you that have watched that have been on one of my training sessions for ideal week planning in the past will know that everything is also color coded. Am I sharing screen? Yes. Am I sharing my entire screen or just my calendar? Entire screen. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, that was a fail. That's what we were trying to see you in the corner and all that sort of stuff. Excellent. I'm taking that off. Wow. Podcast (laughs) mode. Awesome. Do you know what happened? Because I'm in Ecamm as well. There we go. We'll do that. Here we go. But I have started to add buffer times. Yeehaw. This is how I'm thinking about what needs to be done. I've got everything color-coded. I can look at my calendar and know what energy state I need to be in at any particular moment. So I can jump into my calendar if we can make it happen. And I know gray, I'm in steel mode. Red, I'm in blaze mode. I've got my different things. I've That clearly went a little bit longer. But I am starting to put in my buffer zones for my third space. So I have time to clear the decks and get myself centered, fill up a water bottle before going in. <laughs> The problem is if we don't have those constraints, I don't eat, I don't do my fun stuff, I don't, do you know what I mean? Yep. And where's yep. the freedom in that really? Yeah, and and putting in that spirit time so that you can recharge and, and find that motivation to keep moving. Yeah. I, I feel like probably the last thing to explain to everyone is that as a team leader, you can't just say these things and see them start to happen. It's a slow burn. <laughs> so it, it's about, I guess, when we um, when we talk about coaching teenagers, there's one over there, and it's about catching them doing the right thing and when they're doing things good rather than the negative things. He's, he's over here laughing. I do catch him doing good things, but catching them doing the good things. So what I mean by that is when your team members sort of go to you, wow, I really, I was really nailing it. You know, I, I, I got in the zone, I was doing this and I was really, really flowing. It was just, I got so much done. Cool. Well done. Well, what happened? What were you doing? How did you get to there? You know, it's, it's those, those small conversations to encourage the growth. It's, it's helping someone to diagnose how they won as well because often like especially when we're in flow things feel like they're channeling and it's happening so naturally for us that we don't necessarily know how to replicate it so taking that minute to get someone to debrief and to integrate okay how did we get here is is super super powerful like just on a Friday asking a team to reflect when did you feel like things went so easy like it was you know just it flowed. It was like coming through you. It was like time either stood still because you you were enjoying it so much or sped up because you were enjoying it so much. But it just felt like there was an, an air of ease and excitement around it. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, that was, oh, actually on, on Wednesday, I was just like in the zone. Now that's when, you know, that's another term that a lot of people use, like in the yep. zone. So if you can help them go, well, okay, what led to that? Because there's science to it. And there's a, there's a, 
Kotler has got books and books and books on the science behind how That's you get into that flow and <laughs> and hours and hours and hours worth of coursework and study and all of that sort of stuff. So and four o'clock uh, on a Wednesday to make sure. <laughs> What, what I wanted to get across to everyone was as a team leader, you can't just expect to say these things to everyone and that they just grab it and run with it and understand it. You need to help them diagnose it. Now, I do know that in your group, the kick, Build a Kick-Ass team, that you do the Mondays and Friday reflections. Um, if, if everyone wants to sort of jump on board and, and get that, you know, that's a really good way to sort of get yourself prepped on a Monday and do the reflection piece and in that reflection piece find what the triggers were that actually got you flying ahead. So I'm sure the team will um, drop information about where people can join up at that if they want to see that. Um, and then, yeah, like take it and spread it out to your teams. Give them give them this gift. <laughs> yeah, help them with it. Do it. Make it a regular practice. So it's not easy. It's just not, you've just got to, it's a slow burn. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. It's not a slow burn. There's no magic pill. You're going to have to work hard for it. Yeah, but it is well worth it. Absolutely. So, everyone, that's all about no rules. It's all about no rules or it's all about having rules. So the freedom <laughs> of constraints. Make sure that you have clear, concise boundaries for your team. Make sure they're well communicated and throw in the feedback loop so that everyone can understand how they got to where they got to and your teams will certainly perform a lot better for you. Awesome. Thanks, Kyle. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Have a great afternoon, morning, evening, wherever you are today. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Team Engineered Podcast. Are you ready to build a kick-ass team, weaponize your workforce and live an epic life? If so, connect with us at www.teamengineered.com. And while you're at it, Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.